worker is you can think of it as a cloud function your way of like i want to write something and have it just run for a particular use case Hi there, and welcome to Pod Rocket. I'm your host, Paul, and today we're joined with Jacob Evans. So Jacob is a full-stack engineer over at Cloudflare, and we're going to be getting a little bit into workers and R2 and some specifics about, you know, what's new on the block with this specific field of products within the Cloudflare ecosystem. Welcome to the podcast, Jacob. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Before we hopped on, uh, Jacob was asking, you know, are we going to go over all the products? Are we going to do this? Are we going to do that? We're going to talk, as I said in the intro, a little bit about workers, because Jacob, you're the workers guy. Like you have your face in this stuff, right? So what what specifically, I said you're a full stack engineer, but some more specifics. What do you do at Cloudflare? Yeah. uh, So I'm on the dev prod team. So that's the developer productivity team. And what we... uh, Primarily what I work on um, is Wrangler. Uh, I, I joined the team back, oh, in, I think, December last year when uh, Suno Pi was uh, working on the rewrite from Wrangler written in Rust to Wrangler written in TypeScript. And so I joined just in time for basically like this, this just huge... Uh, uh, goal, I guess, <laughs> like a big ambitious uh, thing to do. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've been on the Wrangler team uh, as well, just just hacking away at uh, that tool. So, really quick for people who are not familiar with the product, what is Wrangler pertinent to? Um, it's workers, right? Yeah, yeah. And, so, you know, what's a worker? <laughs> What's a worker? Uh, a worker is you can think of it as a um, a, a cloud a cloud function. Um, so <clears throat> your your way of like I want to write something uh, and have it just just run um, in a particular uh, for a particular use case. And the the big thing about workers is these uh, cloud functions are on the edge, right? So the, these are like, these functions are running as close to the user as possible. So it's not only a, you know, a phenotype of like this new Lambda based architecture that we're using in the development um, world, like as, oh, I have this functional piece, it's going to scale automatically, I'm going to go post it up there. It's a service. It's doing its thing. But with, with workers specifically, we have Edge. So there's going to be a copy of the workers. And correct me if I'm wrong here. I'm just guessing. So there's going to be a copy of the worker at a bunch of different data centers spread across Cloudflare locations. So that like if I'm in California, I'm probably, my worker's probably running on a different piece of compute hardware than if I pinged it from the East Coast where I'm talking to you from now. Correct. Yeah. And so that's just going to minimize latency. You're going to make everything really quick. Um, is that your favorite feature of workers or like, what do you, what do you, what do you think is kind of like some of the secret sauce that makes them stand out in what feels like a, a, a whitewashed feature system that we have for Lambda based architecture serverless stuff? Yeah. So I think that the edge does, uh, give workers a bit of an edge. Oh, um, nice. I, I got you. <laughs> got to throw in the dad jokes. Um, <laughs> 
So I, I do think that's a huge, a huge feature. Uh, the other aspect of it though, and, and this is, again, this is where Wrangler comes in is uh, the developer experience, right? The user experience of workers and the tooling around it, as well as the products. Um, the user experience, which in our case is developers, uh, is at front of mind the entire time we're working on these things. Uh, the Wrangler CLI, for instance, was the, the whole driving force behind that was massive improvements to developer experience and how you develop the workers and um, how you interact with the other products on workers. So like other products would include like KV, uh, which is, you know, uh, I, I like to compare it as like local storage uh, on, on the edge, right? Like your global local storage. <laughs> um, you have durable objects. You have uh, R2, uh, which is pretty, pretty big news right now. That would be like our, that would be our, uh, uh, S3 competitor. Um, as, 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 uh, I believe Matthew Prince likes to point out a lot. It does not have egress fees. Yes. It's one hell of a competitor for that one reason. I can't wait to get into that. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so like, but that's, that's part of all the, the, uh, the developer experience. And I think that's what lends workers so well to, um, like, like for instance, a lot of, uh, meta frameworks, right? They like to use workers to kind of like augment their, um, their, their systems and their, uh, uh, whatever their meta framework is. Would a meta framework be something like NX that sort of caches, uh, your build steps or we're thinking about something different? Uh, usually what, what, when I talk about meta frameworks, I'm describing things like, uh, like Next.js, Remix, uh, 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 just generally things that are like using, uh, something like like React or so, oh Solid Start would be another I guess meta framework, but it's like uh, using like these libraries like React, Solid, uh, uh, and whatnot, and then building a another framework around this framework. Gotcha. So it's kind of like a new way to objectify and reorganize the way that you're approaching the code. Um, maybe not fundamentally a different system underneath. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and that and the idea is like. Uh, without getting too far off topic, the idea is like uh, it's, it's very similar to like the old full, like full stack uh, uh, frameworks, um, you know, like angular and stuff, but um, not too far off from the, the thing that they're building around like react for instance with next. Okay. Gotcha. So bringing us back to the, the Wrangler CLI that you're specifically working on. Um, one of the developer experience things that I think gets people a little off guard when they first, when I first tell them about workers or when you jump in with another team member is how do you debug this? And so the first easy answer is, well, you go to this web console and you click stream logs and then people get like weirded out and overwhelmed. So then you're like, okay, okay. Yeah. But you can also use the CLI and you can connect to your work and you can kind of like stream logs that way. Um, is this something that did anything change? Is it did is there new limitations? Are there new features when you rewrote this with your team into TypeScript? Um, how was that developer experience reevaluated for the debugging pieces? Yeah, so debugging has been kind of a uh, 
an interesting story for Wrangler 2. Right now is what we call it because it's uh, we still haven't fully deprecated and sunsetted uh, Wrangler 1, which was written in Rust. But what uh, when it comes to the like like debugging and logging stuff from the worker and whatnot, um, that's been something we've constantly been trying to improve the uh, the experience on <clears throat> because it kind of didn't exist before, right? There was, there was like a uh, like you mentioned, there was like like some things that you just couldn't get observability into. Uh, for instance, now we have uh, Wrangler Tail which will give you those logs that you're talking about, like the streaming logs from your worker. Um, that right there by itself is, is like a huge improvement. We've also started adding like, uh, this is more backend stuff, but we started adding like ways to um, try to like get specific information out of those, those tail logs. Um, but we're even looking towards uh, just being able to like do like console logs in um, your your uh, your workers and be able to get that that output from your um, from either the inspector or from uh, your uh, terminal. The additionally, there's even work for like more advanced debugging tools. Like like you know when everybody says you should be using debugging tools instead of console logs, <laughs> and then you try to do that. Uh, with workers and um, your workers code. And it, there's it's a bit of a struggle. Um, there are some workarounds in VS code uh, that we know about, um, but we want it to be as like seamless as possible. Like somebody just puts in a breakpoint, they run their, their, uh, their, their uh, Wrangler dev or whatever it is. And you immediately see like, Oh, okay, this is, it breaks at that. And you see the output. Um, so that that's like, those are, future goals that we have is to continuously uh, improve, like not just like the developer experience for running the worker and developing on it, but also debugging it. Like you mentioned. Yeah. Debugging's, I mean, it's huge. Um, and, and having the ability just to stress to anybody listening, like before you had to use a web UI to like filter cards that looked like, I mean, they looked great, but it was in a UI and like now with, with, and this is, Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's specific to Wrangler 2, the new rewrite. We can stream logs directly into your terminal where you're operating the Wrangler uh, binary from or script. And that that's pretty great. So um, it, it, it totally changes the game for debugging um, Wrang, Wrangler 2. I think one, one thing that musicians will talk about sometime is, uh, oh, if you're limited, you can get better creativity. You can like learn more about your musicianship. And I got to say like my, one of the first services I started working on was through, was in a Cloudflare worker with Wrangler one. And it, if you really think about, okay, I'm going to debug and I can't do a console log. So how can I like get the most amount of information out of this? You know what you do? You actually use HTTP codes correctly, you know, cause your, your worker is going to get called and it's going to like have an error. And if you throw the correct code with the right message, like, you can debug, and it ended up being a much stronger service in the end. Um, it was an interesting exercise for me, like bring you back to the basics, kid. Like use your codes correctly. Um, it's easy to reach for console.log sometimes. It is. It is. I, I love hearing that 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 there was some silver linings to <laughs> the previous experience. 
Um, and I want to tell the story also with the caveat of like, this is all under the umbrella of like, it's way better right now with Wrangler too. So go use it, <laughs> use the features. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're right now, uh, trying to push people more towards developing, uh, in that environment. Uh, there previously people kind of found it more convenient to just work and code in the, the dashboard, the Cloudflare dashboard, uh, which there was like the quick edit, uh, uh, section there. What, what we've even added, like for instance, with Wrangler init. So like, again, it comes back to, we have like this developer experience gold in mind. Uh, Wrangler init itself was completely reworked uh, from the ground up. So a person could Wrangler init, you get a bunch of prompts for building, like building out your worker, by the way, I suggest TypeScript. Um, <laughs> and then from there, the, as soon as it initializes, that project is immediately publishable. And that was, that was a big thing. You can go from zero to publish in just a few seconds. Um, what we recently added, uh, and I actually personally worked on, was the ability to uh, Wrangler knit, and then there's a flag that's dash dash from dash. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it rhymes. But the, the what that does is you can specify a worker in your dashboard, and it will and create a new project, initialize that project. It'll pull down your script for you and then auto generate your configuration file. Amazing. So does it also uh, generate a, uh, like a Toml for you, a Wrangler Toml? Yeah. So I, 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 uh, um, agnostically call it a configuration file because we have plans on, uh, supporting, uh, JSON soon. So many people have been asking for that. That's going to be, that's going to make so many people happy. Yeah. Having, uh, I mean, it's, it's like the English of the configuration world. So it is, it really is. Um, so you mentioned uh, having these supplement, these ancillary products sort of available to a worker. Um, bring us back to like, what is a worker, right? We, we got into some details here. Bring us back to what is a worker? What are the cool things we can do with a worker? They're on the edge. There are other ancillary products you can kind of like tack on. So we mentioned uh, durable objects. Um, that's, just storing, ob- I mean, I think of it like object storage and it lasts for a while. Um, you mentioned KV, key value storage, but that's also distributed on the edge, correct? It's like your local memory. And then there's R2 and R2 is one of the newer ones. So uh, could you introduce people to R2 if they're not familiar and why it's different than durable objects? Yeah, so one of the major things, uh, and by the way, R2 has support in Wrangler. So you you use that. I wrote that as well. Um, <laughs> That's new. I didn't, I didn't know about it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so we try to keep all of the, the products that you could use in a worker. We try to have as much support for it inside of Wrangler as well. We, we want you to be able to, to say like set up a R2 bucket, right. Uh, from Wrangler. Like you don't need to go into the dashboard to do that. Um, <clears throat> and so, uh, what R2 is, and it just recently went in GA so that it's now like everybody can access it. Um, it, it's been in beta for a while, uh, since its announcement. And I know everybody was just really wanting to get, get into it. Uh, one of, one of its 
big benefits is it's actually more similar to say S S three than what like say like durable objects is right. Uh, so I can store things like videos, um, uh, like fairly long videos if I want to, because uh, it's it's in general it's basically like blob storage. Like I can just throw anything in there, large images, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, I think the limit's like five terabytes or is it 10 it's terabytes it's big yeah terabytes it's up there it's up there and um the biggest the biggest aspect of it is our infrastructure how we built things has allowed us to do zero egress fees so it doesn't matter if you have a 4k one hour movie stored you're only paying for that storage up there when you want to pull it down, you can just pull it down for free. And just to like go over how crazy of an idea this is, like uh, you guys are part of, is it called the Bandwidth Alliance? Yeah. Right. And there's like an alliance for providers that say, you know what? We're not going to charge for egress because it's so rare. Like this is how a lot of providers make their change. And um if, if you're like a systems architect or a solutions architect out there, think about, think about this for a sec, ready? You could take every single web request going in and out of your company, cash it on R2, and just never pay for your data to come out ever again. You just need to pay for it to go in and store it, and then you're done. <laughs> like, that, that's pretty crazy. I, I am so curious as to how you guys as a business were able to like pro- make that promise. <laughs> I don't know how much you can broadcast, but I'm like, that's, that sounds like a bet to me. You're betting that. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with, it just comes down to uh, the Cloudflare mission and our leadership has like, let's just call it an intense passion for, for making that mission come to life, which is, is just make the internet better. Right. So, um, that, that comes down to like, how can we not just improve experiences, but also uh, uh, the, the infrastructure and how that affects users, right? Which includes um, developers, which includes people who are on the network. I don't know how many people I've, I've told I work at Cloudflare and I'm like, they're like, what company is that? And I'm like, oh, it has an orange cloud. And they're like, oh, like when I go to a new website, it redirect does like the little like you're, you're being protected from DDoSing. And I'm like, yep, that one, that one, the DDoS company. That's what we do. We just we just protect people from DDoS. Literally, little do people know that Cloudflare is secretly powering like a solid fraction of the internet. Yeah, it's a. Uh... The last time I checked was we have 16% of the entirety of the global internet traffic go through Cloudflare. Horrifying. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> that. <laughs> Good for you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, well, if, if we wanted to summarize, I mean, we talked about mostly workers and R2 today, but uh I guess those are some of the most exciting things that are changing over at Cloudflare right now. I mean, within within the workers bubble and within the storage bubbles, I mean, I'm thinking about R2. Do you think that there are any particular um, features that you would just like to summarize as like, these were the, these are the best ones, like go read more about them? Well, I mean, I work on, 
work on Wrangler. So I'm going to probably. Right. So Wrangler one to Wrangler two, go read up on that. Is there a doc, a conversion doc about bringing people up to speed with the new one that we can point folks to? Yeah. So uh, the Cloudflare docs, by the way, uh, I know, I know there's a lot of people that have approached the, the Cloudflare docs in the past and they're like, like, Oh, you know, like I wish these were a little bit better. We have an initiative uh, that's, that's coming up that will be um, essentially us trying to rework the docs and kind of get in line with like, like more along the lines of like uh, the docs that you see that like say like, um, you know, Astro build uh, have solid, solid JS have the beta react docs, like these, like this new renaissance of documentation. That's like, the idea of like you have reference documentation, you have examples documentation, uh, and interactive documentation like uh, like like embedded stack blitz or code sandboxes or anything like that um, that show like the the stuff active, actively being used. New docs, it's a there is a renaissance of docs going on. I think that's a really good word for it. I, there's a convergence of style going on that is like very conducive to people going to need a redox because i mean if we can all train ourselves as a developer developing body to like process technical documentation in a streamlined way that's going to benefit everybody for the rest of time so but as of now we do have a section in the cloudflare docs uh in the workers section that is specific to wrangler and then the regular v1 to v2 migration uh but my actual suggestion for most people when they're looking for support, when they're looking for uh, a little bit of help uh, with workers, with Wrangler, with any of this, is the Cloudflare uh, dev Discord, which is massively helpful. We have people in there that, uh, that you'll see like little green or blue uh, names. Those people probably know workers better than some people in the workers team. Um, they're absolute power users. They're, they're amazing individuals that, that absolutely love helping the community. And, um, it's, 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 it's phenomenal. So I usually just try to send people to the discord. <laughs> Discord's a slept on resource sometimes. So if you guys have a thriving community, let's definitely forward some learners over there because talking to a human will always be talking to Google in the end. <laughs> Jacob, True. Uh, thank you for your time. Um, hopefully, you know some folks can be instilled to go check out workers if they were turned away in the past. Like, there's a lot of new tooling that you've been working on, and people can maybe try to think about how can I think about my storage a little bit different with R2. I mean, that it's in GA now. Go check it out. It could totally change the way you set things up at your company system. Absolutely. Uh, one last thing. If people want to follow you, are you on Twitter? Do you blog anything? Blog or anything? Yeah. Um, I'm really I'm really active on, on Twitter, on Discord. Um, I actually have Twitter spaces that I do weekly. Um, so people come in and ask uh, questions on there. Um, I do actually will have one. Uh, I have them Wednesday, Thursday, Friday nights at uh, 8 p.m. Central Time. And I usually have a lot of people in those spaces. I've got a lot of uh, Vercel employees showing up now, other like coworkers uh, from Cloudflare. Um, I don't know if anybody knows Theo. Uh, he's a big streamer in in the tech community now. Uh, he's he's a 
my regular co-host. So, and what's your handle if people wanted to type it in? I yeah, it's uh, it's just my name, Jacob M G Evans, and uh, you'll see a big avatar of my face with a beard. Beard avatar, Jacob N M G Evans. Look him up. All right, thanks for your time, Jacob. Absolutely.